Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Hybrid Movies. This is episode 60. I'm your host, as always, Nick, and I'm joined by Michael. What's going on, everyone? Glad to be back on another episode of HN Movies. Yes, and we got James with us. I did Leo Neighborinos, and well, the big six zero. Yeah, we, we feel really old now. We hit 60. <laughs> yep. Here's yeah. to 60 more. <laughs> oh, God. We also got to get Yusuf on one of these, because he's been really trying. He, he actually messaged me. He's like, one of these days I'm going to get on a movies podcast. <laughs> All right. We got to get you on, Yusuf, someday. One day. We'll be here. <laughs> um, but how are you guys doing today? Uh, this is uh, a Monday evening. Michael, anything new with you? Uh, everything's been going well. Just went back to class, uh, which was fun. I actually have to watch two movies after this podcast for uh, some film courses that I'm taking, so that'll be that'll be good. Some that's some good fun. Nice. All right, uh, James. Anything new at the Regal with you? Uh, any new developments? Uh... Oh well, I just gotta say, like today, <laughs> like this Martin Luther King Day was rough on us. Um, so we had a, so we had our encore screenings of They Shall Not Grow Old today. Oh yeah. Um and. The first show that we had, we had like over 120 tickets sold. The movie wasn't oh, wow. able, the movie wasn't able to play. The fi- the digital file wasn't ingested into the projector, and so and we couldn't get it in in time. So we ended you know, up. You know what that means? What does it mean, Michael? <laughs> Free movies. <laughs> well, yeah. So yeah. So we ended up. <laughs> We ended up, like, refunding, like, all of them and, like, giving them passes and, like, giving them complimentary tickets for, like, the next shows if they wanted. Was that, like, this big uproar? Like, was it angry stomping out or yelling or... We want a movie! What do we I... want it now? Well, I, I think it was more disappointment than it was anger. Yeah. I mean, if they if they were angry, like, they, like, they didn't... They threw popcorn direct... at you. No, they... No, they... <laughs> These guys can't throw popcorn. They're in their 70s. <laughs> they threw their cane at you. <laughs> um, they're like... They, yeah. Wait, that... Like, you're you're describing them like they're a mole man from The Simpsons or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that, justice was served. They got their, their the vouchers. That's good for them. Yeah. And, like, and like all of our other movies, just like... I mean, you name it. Like, Bohemian Rhapsody, Green Book, The Upside... Uh, Spider-Verse, uh, Mary Poppins, like, all those, like, were doing a lot of big numbers. Wow. Speaking of movies, did Dragon Ball Z get any extra screenings for you? Because I looked at my local theater, and there's only two <clears throat> two days that had, I think, two different times at uh, the local theater for me. And they added, like, five extra more times within those days. And extra so, ones, too. So, funny enough, it wasn't actually playing at my theater. It was playing at the theater a couple miles down. Okay. Um... So when I went down there uh, to see, uh, they had one main show and they had an additional show the night I went, and both shows were like completely sold out. But I did manage to uh, get myself a ticket just in time. Ooh, you had to nice, sit on the nice. floor in the front. <laughs> hey man, you'd be surprised. They pack out these these movies, man. These limited anime, anime uh, like superhero movies. Oh yeah. yeah, I just wish we would get them, but no. Is that the Fathom event stuff, right? Yeah, it is Fathom events. So we'll get some Fathom events. Um, it really just it really just depends. Like 
like the last time I mentioned, the last uh, Fathom Event anime movies we got were the Pokemon, the new Pokemon movie, and Mirai. Uh, so yeah, uh, no, no new developments uh, as far as I'm my life. I've just been chugging along. Uh, <laughs> nothing, nothing really exciting happens in my life. You got I mean, something tomorrow, no? Yeah. Uh, well, what about yeah, that? Shit, I look at that. I just forgot again. <laughs> <laughs> So tomorrow uh, I'm going to be interviewing uh, Ed Newmeyer, who wrote the original RoboCop and Starship Troopers, and he's kind of been involved a lot with Paul Verhoeven films and stuff. Um, so <clears throat> that's exciting. I reached out to him like a week and a half ago or something, and it's just cool that he got back to me and stuff because I'm a big fan of those films, and you know I just want to pick his brain about some stuff. So it should be interesting. Just stay tuned for that. It'll be on the channel at some point. Um, so, I guess we can get into the movies that we recently saw. Uh, Michael, any movies that you got to see since we last spoke? Yes, I actually did get to see a movie. So, I finished The Matrix again. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I finished the first 45 last episode, so this one I actually rewatched it again. Uh, still enjoyable. Uh, good times. It was fun to talk about it from, like, a dystopian future perspective for the class of him, but you guys don't care about that. Um, <laughs> actual movies that I saw in theaters, I saw Glass, and unfortunately i thought it was uh the title but without the gl all right oh yeah no (laughs) that's a little harsh um no i was just disappointed in the film um i thought it was sort of they had the ideas but they only got halfway through with them or they didn't come across as well uh and and in the end uh i big fan of unbreakable i actually did like split quite a bit and i felt uh glass couldn't bring it couldn't bring it couldn't get a home run for me uh and bring that bring that one back but um it's unfortunate i thought the performances were good but it really i don't know what it was if me and nick were talking about it earlier like i came out of that movie and i i really do respect emily Shyamalan though for you know self-produced self-funding these films right. um because he i think this one had a budget of 20 mil and that was all from him yeah mm-hmm. um and it's you know original uh scripts and you know ideas so i commend him for that but for me personally i don't think this one uh was was it was a hit for me it was glass was ass that yeah. that would be the title if i was gonna make a, my review <laughs> <laughs> no i just felt disappointed in uh in in the film but Dude, some people me. said it was a genius it was a master class i'm like what uh hey man to each their own on that one <laughs> yeah i i don't know like I, I was reading some like article from hollywood reporter they're like yeah this is the true ending that M Night was always building from Unbreakable. I'm like, really? I don't. Uh... I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to because I could honestly go on for. Like, I was real when I came out of the movie. I was pretty heated a little bit. You were you went and yeeted on the people at the movie theater. No, no, but like I was just like kind of like, I wasn't like one of those people like, oh man, like I would have taken a different route just as the movie how it was. Yeah. I just came out like unsatisfied. I didn't think it was a very good ending. Yeah, how would to you that feel trilogy, if you ignore uh... the film in itself? Yeah, how would you feel if you saw it and then you had to do like interviews with the people for it? Do they all just? <laughs> I don't. Let's get into spoiler territory. Like, I didn't know they all just conveniently link up at the same time. Or, yeah. I, I wouldn't say anything. Or like that. I thought the night, what would you really say good. to him? You'd be like, "Yo, like." <sighs> I I would say what I said. Like, I really rate you. Like again, like, I'm not trying to talk smack about the film. Like, I really rate him for self-producing these films and and pushing, you know, original film in this day and age right yeah i just wasn't the biggest fan of it personally but i did love unbreakable and i did love split so um i'm excited to see where he's gonna go now that uh, i believe this is a financial hit so far too if i'm not mistaken it did pretty well on his opening weekend oh yeah it did so i mean 
I hope he takes that and makes some great other original films from here. Okay. Uh, James, anything that you got to see recently? Yep. So last week, uh, last, uh, so last Thursday, I went to go see the new Dragon Ball Super movie, Broly. As, as far as Dragon Ball movies go, like, this is definitely, like, top tier. I, uh, That's what I've been hearing. Oh, my goodness. I need to yeah. get on that. Yeah. What's really cool about this is that, like, they actually, like, Broly actually has some character in this. Because if, I don't know if you've watched any of the other Broly movies in the past. No. But, the, uh, well, the other Broly was non-canon, right? The movie? Right, yeah. But, so yeah, so there's the three... There's the three Broly movies that are non-canon, right? Um, but like, but like in all of those, is like he has he has no personality. Like he only has he only has like a few lines in the in like the first one, I think, and then the rest he's just yelling Kakarot over and over again. Right. But he's he, he's just a big hulking brute, you know, for Goku and Vegeta to fight. But no, in this one, like 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 he has like a he has like a backstory. Like he has like character development he like you you get an idea of like what he's feeling which i which is like oh wow didn't think this is a first for dragon ball movies like actual actual development you know so I i have a question for you james so i personally haven't caught up with super um but i've 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 seen i think up to about the goku black arc and i've heard bits and pieces of the tournament arc do you have to have do you had you do you have to see that entire series of, of uh, Dragon Ball Super to understand this new film properly, or can you just go in knowing some information and and still enjoy it for what it is? I think you could just go in with some information. Um, like the only like minor spoiler I'll give away is that it takes place after the tournament. Okay. So, you know, do with that info as you will. Um, and but yeah, no, it's really cool. It's really cool. It it really mainly focuses on Goku and Vegeta. Like none of the like, like none of the side characters really come in. Really, we don't have no Piccolo and none of the Z fighters. I mean, like you get like brief cameos from maybe one or two of them, but mm-hmm. no, for the most part, it's just Goku and Vegeta and their fight against Broly. Hey um, man, I, I'm all here for the uh, anime movie excellence. The My Hero Academia movie was a banger. Here, uh-huh. this one is just as good. It makes me excited, man. Right. Yeah. I'd say the I'd say the only uh, nitpick I have is like there's some parts of the animation that doesn't that doesn't really look that good. Like there's some like there's some moments where they they do like CG, and I'm watching it and I'm watching it, it's just like man this this looks like early two thousands anime CG, right? For some parts, but I mean other than that, like if you're if you're a Dragon Ball fan, this is definitely one you gotta check out. But it made like a ton of money too, right? Like broke records or something. Oh yeah, yeah, it did. Like I, I, I never heard like the like the past Dragon Ball movies like Battle of Gods or Resurrection F. Like this is like this is like the first one where it's like really successful like nationwide at the box office. So was that How the one? Did you, you get to? Movies? Did you get to catch uh, They Shall Not Grow Old? Or was that did that not happen? Uh, actually, I'm gonna plan on catching it tonight. Okay. Uh, there, there's a ten o'clock 3D show that I'm gonna try to catch. A ten o'clock showing? Yeah, but oh, but you, I'm you... only I'm only about ten minutes away uh, from. I was from gonna my say work, you're running so. out of time. They don't know when we're recording this, but no, <laughs> I'll be I'll be fine. I can drive there easily. <laughs> Just start running. <laughs> <laughs> you hear you hear him in the movie recording. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll bring my laptop with with me. Like I'll be running. Like I'll be. You'll hear me shivering and panting. 
Yeah, tell the other people around you to be quiet in the theater while you're recording. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, like, people get word of that, like, they immediately call the, the general manager and I'm fired. <laughs> but you are the manager. They, well, not well, not the not the general manager. Okay. Like there's there's a totem pole of managers, and I'm only in about maybe like bottom bottom to middle. But yeah, in terms of movies, I haven't seen anything new recently. Oh no, wait, I did see, man. Nick, where's your memory at, man? Dude, this is no, this is how memorable this film was to me, and it's a shame too because so I went and saw if Beale Street could talk uh, on Wednesday with Aaron. And yeah, you did mention that. And I was, like, sitting there watching the movie. We, well, we were both sitting there watching the movie, and we were just like, what is happening? Like, this movie did not grip us at all. Like, we were, we were falling in and out of sleep watching the movie, dude. Huh. And it wasn't even a two-hour film. That, that's why well, I was so confused. Well, also, uh, we were in one of those theaters that has reclining chairs, so maybe that contributed to <laughs> Because <laughs> you you put the the seat up and you're just like you fall asleep because it's like uh, sleeping in your bed watching a movie. And that movie's been getting all sorts of award buzz. That's that's what we were confused. So we we're either gonna see that or the upside. And he's like, no, let's see Beale Street. So I'm like, all right, like I'm, sure, let's see it. It's getting good reviews. Why not check it out? But yeah, it just oh man i don't know it just the without giving anything away it felt like it didn't really build to anything like nothing notable really happened in the story it was like really melodramatic uh just had good performances it was really well shot and well made and everything but just wasn't our cup of tea i guess in terms of the movie you know it's funny too um i was talking to my i think my world cinema prof the other day and i mentioned uh you know ben, uh, his, his previous work like moonlight and such and she said that she just came out of the film and she felt like a little similar to how you felt but she just thought it was okay so that's that interesting but i have i have yet to see it but um i might give it a check maybe mm. on the weekend if i had some free time but yeah um that is those are all the movies that we saw recently uh upcoming this weekend we have serenity the kid who would be king stan and ollie and miss bala so were there anything that you guys were looking to check out uh Mike, were you going to see Serenity? I saw the trailer for Serenity, and it caught my eye. I don't know, for the for the greatest reasons. Yeah. I saw this, and I'm like, okay, a Matthew McConaughey movie. You know, they got some pretty good star power here. It's a really, like, interesting premise. He's sort of stranded. Um, and then I thought, I'm like, why is this coming out in January? Ooh. Like, why is this R-rated Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> it, was a, it was an interesting trailer. Like, the trailer <laughs> yeah. got me hooked. So I, I might check that out. Um, I, feel, I feel like doing a double feature this week, so I'm thinking I'm either going to go for Dragon Ball Z or Stan and Ollie, either of those two, and then throw in Serenity in there just because it actually does have my interests. Um, so I'm, 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 it's a cautious buy for me that I might check that out. Uh, the others, I've heard good things about the the kid who could be king and uh, Miss Bala, man. I don't know. That trailer, for me, it feel like I feel like I saw the whole movie. Yeah, it's like I, a Dog's feel, Way Home. Yeah, it's like, the, it's, like a, <laughs> it's a sequel to Dog's Way Home, dude. Like... <laughs> Obviously, it's a joke, but in terms of a trailer showing the, what feels like the entire movie to me, like that's what I got from that. So I don't really have any interest to see that. You know, with Serenity, it's weird. Like you were saying, how it's a January movie and all that. Uh, one thing that was strange to me was uh, a few days ago, Anne Hathaway posted like this really big, like spiel about it on her Instagram. Like, oh, here's why really? you should see it or whatever. And I was kind of like, uh. 
one part of me was like, oh, it's kind of cool, I guess. Like, she's promoting it. She's really passionate about it. But then the other side, I was, like, kind of looking at it. I'm like, oh, is this, like, damage control? Because her, her whole thing is, like, oh, it's a very ambitious film. Like, we need to we need to have more films that challenge what audiences think. I'm like, oh, no. Is this a movie that's, Uh-oh. like, going to divide people? <laughs> well, if you look at the posters, there's literally a split down the between her and Matthew McConaughey. So I think that, that might uh, signify that. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I I don't think I'm really that interested in it. If anything, uh, in terms of the new movies, I might see the kid who would be king. But I mean, it's not, I'm not rushing out to the theater to go see it. But uh, yeah, James, anything that you were gonna plan on checking out? So I'll be honest. When I first saw the trailer for the kid who would be king, like I th- I thought it looked kind of stupid. It looks like mm-hmm. a Disney Channel movie or something. Kind of did, but then I looked up the like who directed it it's just like oh okay oh. never mind then yeah like dude, this, did attack yeah, the block yeah and it's just like okay like yeah. i'm digging it and i'm hearing like really good things just like you know what i might have to check this out yeah it's fresh he, on rotten tomatoes it's got good reviews yeah and and january yeah <laughs> and and yeah january we got another january where where a british film that you didn't expect to see comes over here and is getting rave reviews yeah like paddington oh i love paddington don't get me started on pat paddington has a special place in my heart and it's still like you know it did came out january it came out january 2018 didn't it uh paddington 2 did yeah paddington 2 yeah that was in my top i think five oh oh my oh i love um (laughs) if you ever have a down day what about watch paddington one and two and you'll you you might feel a little better i would almost guarantee it you know Man, I'm I'm starting to get all starting to get all emotional just thinking about it. Dude, that movie was sad, dude. It had me in the feels. Oh man, uh, but yeah, no kid. Yeah, no, the kid who would be king. Um, and we, and we also I we also got a poster for uh, Stan and Ollie, which makes me think that we might possibly get it in my location. And if we do, I definitely want to go check that out. Yeah. Uh, this that w- you know that way we can that way I can be like, hey. John C. Riley John C. Riley wasn't a good movie this year, <laughs> as opposed to what about the Sisters Brothers or what, was he in that or no? <gasps> no, he he was in uh, Holmes and uh, oh, Watson. Watson. But but wait, no, wasn't he in Sisters Brothers? I thought uh, maybe because I know I know Walking Phoenix was in it. Sisters, let me do a fact check. Uh, what about Sean the Sheep though? He was oh. in Sisters Brothers. Uh, that was 2018. Oh, yeah. It came out in September. Oof, that was a nasty yeah. hit. Box office of 10.3 million, budget of 38. Yikes. Yeah. yeah. We, well, we didn't get it. Oh, but yeah, no, that the new Shaun the Sheep movie, I, I'm i definitely excited for that because I love the first one. Yeah. Also, I'm waiting for the Chicken Run sequel, too. It's coming. Are they doing another Chicken Run? Yeah, they announced it like last year, I think. Don't know where they could go with it, but okay. They gotta run. They'll, they'll in run the with city it now. Yeah, they'll fl- they'll fly to America. All right, I think we got all our thoughts out on uh, movies and stuff. So now to get into the movie news segment of the show, so we got some cool topics we can run down pretty quick. So first up on the list, Bumblebee has crossed four hundred million worldwide, and Deadline is reporting that a sequel is now greenlit in development. And it might feature Optimus Prime, 
So it could be like a buddy kind of movie with both of them in it, which obviously, spoiler warning, is set up in the first Bumblebee movie. So, Michael, what are your thoughts on this news? Uh, I love it, man. I was a big fan of the Bumblebee movie that just came out recently. Uh, It was one of those films where they announced it, and I'm just like, huh? Like, where are you going to go with this? Uh, And it turned out to be such a pleasant surprise. Um, To me, it had the most heart out of any of the Transformers movie best I think it was the best written one at least in my opinion uh and had some of the some of my favorite choreographing in terms of the actual fight sequences as well so um I'm here for a sequel if they do set it I hope they set this new franchise that they're gonna I guess do um because if you haven't seen it yet it's sort of it's like a light reboot recon mm-hmm. to some extent I'm here for it but I also heard that there's an Optimus movie being made too um, in development so it seems like they're just sort of they got the green light to do a lot yeah. of these films so i don't know which ones they're gonna do first or who's gonna cross over and stuff but michael bay um, returns yeah but the only thing i wonder is the way that it ended yeah for me the human characters in that film is what really grounded the story and made it so great so are they gonna find a new set of um i guess companions for bumblebee to be with right or to be strictly autobot situation I, I I don't know if I would if I'd really like that as much, but not sure. I I'm definitely interested in the sequel potential because the first movie was so good. Um, in terms of like other Autobots and stuff, I I don't know. I, I don't even know if an Optimus solo movie could work though. I think they were talking about that, like challenges of making that. Uh, just because he's kind of like a Yoda character, where he's mm-hmm. very like intelligent and everything. So what I mean, what can you really do with him? But I don't know. Who knows? Uh, James, any thoughts on the Bumblebee sequel possibly featuring Optimus? Well, first first I want to say like I'm really happy that Bumblebee has been doing well internationally. Right. Because that, that is definitely a movie that is worth supporting. Like, even after, you know, how, how many bad movies beforehand. Yeah. Um, it took us five. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but but yeah, like like having this, like you know, having more of a focus on Optimus, I think it could work, but again, he needs he needs like he needs other people to work off of, so like you know maybe him a couple more Autobots, maybe they yeah. do like a recon, maybe they do like a recon mission, mm-hmm. that might that might be an idea, because because him him by himself wouldn't would only work for only bits and pieces of the movie not for the entire feature yeah. um and as, and as mike was saying too like the human characters were what were what really made bumblebee like really special yeah like that charlie and her family yep exactly yeah and, and do you and, think would they bring them back into the fold no. or would it be just for like a, like a small subplot like him wanting to go back to a human like <laughs> i i just really hope they don't they don't do something along that no, line they're gonna you bring know, in shia now it, they got. They got to bring. They got to at least bring back John Cena. Oh yeah, I think his character would be set to return. Yeah, so. and yeah, and and definitely maybe maybe show more of like, uh, maybe show more of like Cybertron. Like maybe say before the conflict. Well, I'd like to see um, some of the Transformers that we didn't get to see in Bumblebee, like Megatron, and more of Starscream because he was only like a brief bit. Yeah. On, uh, What's it called on uh, Cybertron? So yeah, yeah, because because what you had Soundwave, you had um, 
Uh, what was the uh, Shockwave was there too? Yeah, Shockwave, Laserbeak. Yeah. Um, yeah, we saw the we saw it's another I guess spoiler. Uh, at the end of the movie, they do show more Autobots coming, but they don't show you who. So there is at least what like seven of them or something, seven plus maybe. Yeah. That are confirmed to be with them now post that film. So. But yeah, yeah, bring in like Hot Rod or Ultra Magnus. Tyrone Magnus, what? Ultra Magnus. Oh. <laughs> the YouTube crossover with uh, the Bumblebee sequel we didn't expect. Yeah, Tyrone could voice Optimus. Didn't he do oh. that in one of his videos or something? He might have. <laughs> I'm not too sure exactly. But anyways, uh, good news all around. I'm, I'm also with you that I'm glad that the movie is making money because it started off pretty slow, even though it was such a good movie and stuff. But I think it was just because uh, there was so much competition. Like Aquaman really took over the box office. That it did. So glad Bumblebee has crossed the four hundred million dollar mark. Hopefully, it could end up around five hundred or so. That'd be nice. But I mean, we'll we'll have to see what kind of legs it has. Uh, I don't even think it has opened in Japan yet either. So it still has another pretty big market to go. Ooh. So, but uh, yeah, speaking of uh, sort of nostalgic films and stuff, uh, Ghostbusters is coming back for a true sequel to the original continuity film. So it's not going to be connected to the 2016 uh, female reboot that Paul Feig did and it's going to be directed by Jason Reitman I think who is the son of the original director Ivan Reitman and people initially were really excited about this but then all of a sudden there was this big stink controversy about uh, people were saying Sony is just sort of ignoring the 2016 version and it's uh it wasn't leslie jones jumped in or something and made some big rant about like oh it's something trump would do and i'm like what like what the hell is happening here <laughs> people are that excited be... for ghostbusters and but then they had to make this big uh this big controversy about it i'm like damn so i don't know james any thoughts are you a big ghostbusters fan are you excited that they're going back to the old continuity i mean i mean i am curious of the potential um, but Jason Reitman's kind of an interesting choice because yeah. most of the movies that he does now are usually like quirky comedies, you know, like Juno or uh, Tully or Young Adult. So so it's kind so it's kind of a strange. I don't I don't I don't know. I mean, I mean, I like Jason Reitman as a director. I just don't know if he would be a if he, if he would be a good fit. Well, but. On the other hand, you know, this is Ivan Reitman's son, like, he's probably the only other person, he's probably only one of other few people who knows Ghostbusters lore like he does. Yeah. Oh, Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd, Bill, Bill, I would say Bill Murray, but I think he's, I I think he's too busy working with Wes (laughs) Anderson. He's too busy being in Zombieland. (laughs) Well, they, well, they they could get Ernie Hudson back. Yeah. I think, oh, speaking on that, actually... Uh, Ernie did an interview recently, and he said that the original cast are uh, involved with this one. They're coming back in some way, so. And, like, with the whole, like, you know, like, ignoring the 2016 movie, I mean, I'm, I mean, like, I didn't think the movie was that funny, but at the same time, I don't, I'm not gonna waste my time, like, getting angry about it, about its existence. I think everyone was making a big deal because they're like, it's, uh... It's once again going back to the whole, oh, like, female-led movies can't work. But I'm like, 
what where are you well, even bringing where how are you getting well, to that conclusion it's like it's such a weird well, the pro- leap no that that movie's problems problems were like one 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 making us believe that it was connected to the other movies when it wasn't yeah and and two like it just wasn't it just wasn't that funny yeah like I'm a lot like, like it didn't make like money a, either too they lost a lot of money yeah on it. well a lot of the jokes they were doing like you know like you know paul Fe- Paul Feig's humor, you know, can be really good if they're in if it's in the right type of movie and I don't and it didn't really work with Ghostbusters. Yeah. Like 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 Chris Hemsworth's character, like I wanted to strangle him. <laughs> he yeah. was he was unbearable. Okay. Like and like and like it's and like it's sad when like the best character is Slimer. Oh. Remember when they were going to do a Slimer spin-off? I don't remember. But maybe that's for the best. Do you guys remember when that movie was basically pixels? Oh no! The trailer <laughs> or the ending of the movie? Oh god, pixels. Yeah, I, I think for me with the Ghostbusters, are, do our audiences like really wanting another one, even if it's in line with the original? Uh, I mean, it's the the announcement seemed to get a pretty good response. Like I think people are interested again. Well, well, not Leslie Jones. Oh, <laughs> yeah, not. Yeah, her. I, I, I think I noticed the the controversy like towards the end of it when it started to die down a little bit. Yeah. Look, I mean, the studio at the end of the day, they're just gonna try and make money. If they think that they can recoup for the, some of their loss from the last film, or they think there's still life to it, then by all means, go for it. Um, and if it's a continuation, if that's what the audience wants, then go for it. Everyone's making sequels, reboots. Why not give Ghostbusters another? another fair shot yeah so uh we actually have some exclusive details on what the film is going to be so i'll read those off really quick here uh exclusive from our friends that's your exclusive uh alarm for the podcast from now on uh so the new ghostbusters film is going to be basically inspired by stranger things and it's which is not really a surprise uh it's gonna have four kids as the main characters who are kind of like teenagers there's going to be two girls and two boys, and they're uncovering supernatural mysteries in their town. Uh, the logline is a family that moves back home to a small town where they learn more about who they are and about the secrets of the town itself. Uh, casting is underway right now. It's going to start shooting by the summer and get released next year. And the original cast are confirmed it's going to be set in the same universe. So pretty interesting stuff. I'm wondering if they're going to try to kind of connect at least some of the kid characters to previous characters or previous Ghostbusters uh, of the original cast. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I I could see that being a a potential either maybe be a direct family relationship, maybe somebody who owns a hardware store or something like that, one of the characters, and they help help them out or something. Yeah. Uh, I could could see that being uh, directly tied. And the fact that they they split it between two guys and two girls, I I think that's a good idea. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know where this whole uh, controversy came from though that they're like oh it's just gonna be a all men film again I'm like no it's about kids this time <laughs> there's two yeah girls, like it's a smart they're... pivot dude like uh, mixing together you know the general public really big fan of the you know the it uh, revival same thing with Stranger Things from that yeah. premise from that premise it sounds just like that right I, that's, I think of yeah. when you said that I'm like oh dude this sounds just like that and uh, even like a bit of Jumanji's thrown in there too I don't know why when you're describing that I feel like if they might pivot in that direction it could work really well actually yeah 
So, um, I don't know, just have to wait and see uh, more from the film, I guess, when the production gets underway by the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, Excellent. But moving on, another franchise that's getting some more sequels, Mission Impossible. So, Christopher McQuarrie, who directed uh, the last two films, is coming back for two more. So when all this is said and done, he's had directed four films out of the whole franchise. Which is kind of nuts. Um... He clearly likes this stuff. I mean, shit, he signed on to do... do oh, well, he's, the thing, the interesting thing is that he's shooting them back-to-back, so I guess it won't take up too much time because it'll just be, like, a longer filming schedule and he's going to have to probably take, like, a year to edit both of them or something, but uh, it's kind of interesting that he chose to do this because I remember reading one report that said that he passed on directing uh, DC films for Warner Brothers to do this instead so seems like after Fallout came out he got like a bunch of offers from a bunch of different studios and he chose to just stick with Paramount and Tom Cruise to do this again so uh, I don't know what are your guys thoughts on this uh, Michael what do you think about more Mission Impossible uh, well be- before that I mean we gotta have Drake's back to back playing or something because this is amazing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back to back so they're gonna be coming 2020 and 2021 summers correct yeah that I am on board. I, I think what Christopher did for um, the last film really, it almost like rejuvenated the series, I want to say. The critical acclaim to audiences. I remember when that film came out, like everyone was just talking about it, even myself. And I couldn't stop thinking about that movie for a solid week and a half, man. It was just so well done from the acting to the, the story. I was just super engaged. Just really thought they elevated the Mission Impossible franchise with that last entry. So, I mean, for them to come back for not just one, but two back to back each summer. I have nothing but good things to say about that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm hoping it's good. Um, I did like... uh, I'm trying to think. He did Rogue Nation and Fallout. I think I liked Rogue Nation a little bit more. I wasn't, like, a massive fan of Fallout, but I did like a lot of it. And still, like, in terms of the action and technical stuff, it's still pretty amazing. So, can't wait to see what they're going to do next. I mean, what can they do next? They made Tom Cruise (laughs) fly a helicopter for real in the last movie. Um, so I don't know where do you go it's like shit uh, James any thoughts on uh, more Mission Impossible films uh, yes Christopher McQuarrie please keep them coming because they <laughs> are uh, like I, I swear like in terms of like stunt like in terms of stunt work like yeah. this is prop like these are like the the highlights you know in terms of movies with great action and great stunts and the fact that you know Tom Cruise as as insane as he is, both professionally and privately, yeah. like but he doesn't age like, though. No, like no, he doesn't age. Some say his bones uh, heal very quickly as well. Like the Mission Impossible movies, like I remember, like you know, going back to, you know, because I remember, you know, like you know, watching one, you know, you know, watching like the first three, and, like them okay, and then like wh- by the time it got to Ghost Protocol, I was just like, okay, this is this is really starting to pick up, and then. Like, Rogue Nation's like, yes, this is amazing. And then Fallout, and it's just like, yes, this, like, like this is a prime summer blockbuster. Yeah. And if he, and if he, and he, you know, if he wants to do it, you know, back to back, you know, filming these, like, who's to, who's to stop him? Who are we yeah. to, who are we to discourage him as audiences? And also, when you think about it, too, um, Mission Impossible is kind of the only franchise that's 
really delivering on big action films and stuff right now. Like there, there aren't really besides comic book stuff. Yeah, we don't, yeah. We don't well, really have like big spy stuff. I mean, well, we have James Bond, but that's every so often. Yeah. Well, and and what's and what's great about the Mission Impossible movies is that they're pra- they're practical effects. Like, mm-hmm. like there's actual like there's actual people like doing all this crazy, all this crazy yeah. stuff. Like you know, boats are being you know boats are being driven, planes and helicopters are being flown. You know, people ankles are ankles ha- are being broken. Ig- exactly. Dude, Tom people Cruise, are, they, remember they jumped out of the plane in that new one. Yeah, people are suffering for their art here. Yeah, I think that's that's becoming a. Uh really apparent with these movies like i remember i watched the b-roll footage for this movie like a while before it came out just because i was so in in love with what they were doing here so uh i I think it's really coming across in the film and i think this this at the box office did really well didn't it Uh, oh yeah it did yeah yeah so yeah so audiences critics loved it it made a shit ton of money Uh, i think making two of them back-to-backs smart move as long as they just don't get creatively tired and they go to space at least once i think we'll be fine Okay, uh, who, once. Who's going to go to space first, Mission Impossible or Fast and Furious? <laughs> we'll have to <laughs> wait and see, honestly. It's an even well, race at this point. <laughs> well, did, wasn't there a James Bond movie where he goes into space? Uh, or, or, am I, or am I thinking of something else? Maybe? I know, there was a vi- I know there was a James Bond video game when he went to space. Um, but I'm trying to remember if it was... I'm trying to remember if it was like gold. No, not GoldenEye. Movie wise, not game wise. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. Drop us a comment down below. What do you guys think about this? More two more Mission Impossible films coming back to back. So I'm assuming it's gonna be like a two part story of sorts, or, or maybe it isn't. Shit, maybe they're just like two standalone films that like we're shooting them back to back, save on some money, and get them out there. I don't know. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but to round out the podcast, we did want to talk about the John Wick 3 trailer that came out uh, this past week. I think it dropped on, like, Tuesday. Michael, I know you're a big fan of John Wick. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Yes, yeah, so I actually just saw this trailer uh, before we started the podcast. I was just been, been busy this week. I didn't get a chance to look at it. Uh, I thought it was good. wasn't amazed by it, but I definitely, you know, got me interested or reminded me that it's coming uh got a better look at the ensemble this time around i had no idea jerome flynn was in this one so i think that's a solid addition right yeah oh yeah that's yeah that's right yeah i had no idea i was like what okay like i'm 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 game uh it looks like they're gonna be umping the antics this time around and the action which should be good um i wasn't one of those people who had an issue with john wick 2 having too much action I know there was a little bit of complaints from some people at the time that it came out. I was perfectly fine with it. Um, like, they have, what, they have guns and horses together. Like, the last time I saw that, it was yeah. the uh, Planet of the Apes movie, and uh, I enjoyed that. So, I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, and I'm interested to see how they're going to wrap off, uh, wrap this trilogy up, because Loved One was a fan of two. Uh, and if they end up doing some solid work with this one, it might be... Shit. One of my favorite trilogies in quite a while, so looking forward to it. Yeah, they can't pull an equalizer. Oh man, that was disappointing, dude. No, they got to do a three equalizer in the third movie. I don't even know. I don't. I don't think they will, man. But it made money. The second one again. They got to wrap up Robert McCall's story with the third film. But yeah, John Wick three. <laughs> I I I, uh, I like the trailer. Didn't it wasn't like drooling over anything, but I thought it was a good look. All right, James. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely with Mike on this one. It definitely a solid trailer. 
like enough of a reminder like yes this is coming prepare yourself yeah. and i think that's for the best because you know i want to go into want to go into the theater fresh and then just have my mind blown away by all by all the gun stunts that they do because i want to go into the theater and get my face melted like in raiders of the lost ark yeah exactly because john wick is a franchise like you know when i first saw john wick and it made me believe in Keanu Reeves again. Yeah. It, like, it what made me believe. Oh, I, I, I haven't seen Constantine in a while, but like, I'm thinking back to like, like, remember when he was in that remake of The Day the Earth Stood Still? Oh yeah. Hey, what about Knock Knock? I didn't. I, I heard that was a weird one. Yeah, that was a weird film. Um, but I mean, like, you know, Keanu's always gonna have a special my special place in my heart. Part. This is Ted Theodore Logan from Bill and Ted. We're talking here. He has a special place in my heart. Yeah, and and it's required viewing for Mike. But uh, I don't know. Um, I think I'm with you guys on the trailer too. Uh, I think the part of it I think is just because I, I was like too hyped up, and I was, like when we saw the footage, I'm just like, okay, that's cool. But I don't know. I was just expecting something like more epic or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're like just expecting something greater but i mean i not to say the movie's gonna be bad or anything it's just a trailer who knows i i remember uh for john wick 2 i don't think i watched any trailers before i saw the movie actually i don't really remember watching trailers for john wick 2 yeah. i i remember watching trailers for the first one um oh wait no i i take that back for john wick 2 i do remember the, I do remember because like my mouth dropped as soon as I saw Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, I was just yeah, like, I do yes, that as well. yes, Matrix reunion. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> so I remember we'll for see. John Wick, the first John Wick, I didn't see it until like a few months after it had come out in theaters. Like I saw it on home video, uh, and then I saw two in theaters, but I didn't watch any promo for two before it came out. I just went in cold. So maybe maybe I should have done that for this one. Shit, I, I think I screwed up actually. <laughs> I think Nick's gonna walk up be like, damn, you know what guys? Too much guns. No, I can't watch <laughs> any more footage now for John Wick. I just gotta go see the movie. Well that's how I feel about a lot of these films as well, man. Like I said, Miss Miss Bala, like I saw that trailer and I'm like, I know the whole movie now. Like I don't yeah. even want to go watch it. Uh Dog's Way Home, same thing. So like I, I think Spider Man Homecoming, just to go on a little tangent here. I saw the first trailer for that and I'm good. Like I don't need to see anything else. Okay. I try and go into these movies nowadays with as limited knowledge or you know, trailers, information as possible right. because I just rather go in blind. But John Wick three, I give it the cosign. I mean, he kills somebody with a book in the trailer, I think, too, right? Yeah, it's for real, man. Mm-hmm. And I really want to know where they're gonna go with this because the last one ended off spoilers. Do you think we talk about how the last one ended? Uh, for John Wick two, uh, I don't we think we fine. mentioned that. I mean, it's been out for like a year or two now. It doesn't matter. Yeah, so spoilers, John Wick 2 ends pretty much with everyone in the assassin world out to get him. There's a bounty of like 14 billion or something, yeah. uh, and it literally ends with him like leaving, uh, I think, the city or something, and everyone wanting to kill him. So that's where we pick up the third movie, and uh, that's a really interesting concept, so I hope they, they execute it as best as they can, because that's, that's for me like my biggest fear. Like, somebody who's well capable <laughs> of trying to kill me and they're motivated. Like, that is my biggest fear. One of my biggest. So, yeah, I think that is going to wrap up this episode. Uh, Hybrid Movies episode 61. Is that correct? No, six, no 60. Uh, 60. See, I got it wrong already. God damn. 
episode 60 all right if you guys have questions for the show you can drop them below on youtube soundcloud or tweet at us the hashtag ask hybrid movies uh where can they find you all on social media michael you want to plug your stuff for sure yeah if you guys want to follow me you can check me over at fail whale 34 on instagram twitter youtube all the all those shenanigans feel free to check me out and they can watch all your reactions too on patreon and stuff yeah patreon.com slash fail whale 34 those doctor who unedited episodes yeah uh james where can they find you at Folks, I am going to be on Twitter at Hair Beverage. All right. That is going to be that is going to be my domain. And possibly Instagram. Possibly, yes. I just need a, I just need to get more pictures. <laughs> you know, that way I seem interesting. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta get the back. I only have up. like nine things on my uh, Instagram posted, so you're good. And Fair you, enough. Yeah, you guys can find me on social media at who's underscore Nick. Like I said, Twitter. You can usually hit me up there. Uh, possibly on Instagram, but I, again, I don't really post too much on there, so yeah. Uh, but that is going to end the episode, so we'll catch you guys next week. Bye.